Hello, everybody, and welcome to Job Talk here at Impact. And um, we are, instead of recording together in our office, we're doing it remotely here today. So hopefully everything will sound okay. And I'm here with uh, uh, our owner, Matt Peel. How are you doing, Matt? Hey, Mark. I'm doing all right. Crazy time, but uh, we are getting through it the best we can. Yep, yep, we sure are. We're working hard and uh, and uh, keeping things moving. Um, so our topic for today that I thought would be good to bring up, because uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are finding themselves in this sort of situation where either on purpose they're maybe looking to change into a new type of career, or maybe they're finding themselves having to because of COVID or any other circumstance. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some best practices um, on career changing and, and how to do that the best way. So first of all, what are you uh, personally seeing from candidates as far as COVID and situations that have come up and maybe either forcing people to change into something new or maybe wanting to do it? Yeah, I think most people are taking a look at themselves during this time and saying, am I doing really what I want to be doing or should I take advantage of this time to uh, retool myself or learn uh, a trade or or move into a different career path. So I I think a lot of folks are either subscribing to going, hey, it's time to retool, retrain, or or just trying to ride it out. So it doesn't seem to be any type of gray area in it. People are either jumping in to say, hey, it's time to move and and find a new career, or just uh, uh, the flip side, just trying to ride this out. So uh, with those people that are – are looking at a career change, it's it's uh, it's going to be a, a daunting road, and um, and how this new economy is is looking going forward. That's for sure. And so, for people that are changing their career and maybe are looking at what are some of the skills I can take from job A or from my career past so far into this new job or this new career. So. I guess a, a two-part question. Uh, how would you uh, recommend for someone to identify some of those transferable skills that employers are looking for? And then the second part, where maybe the key ones that people should be highlighting if they have them? Yeah, the, the easiest transition and the most marketable skill sets is the business acumen or communication skills. That is going to be the most transferable, right? So if somebody has great people skills, communication, strong aptitude and desire to learn and grow, Those are the skills they need to accentuate when looking to make a change, citing what their their past past reviews have said or what peers have said about them, right? That'll be the the critical piece for for them going forward to say, hey, I possess the the drive and and the communication skills to pick up anything, regardless if it's a a shift in in career or or technology or industry. So... Uh, shifting over to um, to trying to get into that new role. So you have your communication skills. You have your other maybe important transferable skills identified that you that you want to highlight. Uh, but you might still want to uh, get some new skills in your new field. So what are some good ways to do that? Uh, and I, I know uh, in normal times there might be more options than there are now. But uh, what are some good ways to uh, to maybe uh, gain some experience in the new career field of your choice. Uh, and maybe do this a two-part, quote-unquote, normal times where you have the option of maybe volunteering, doing those kinds of things. Uh, but then also now, like, what are some, some ways that people can do that to, to kind of show off that they do have some valuable career skills for that particular path? 
Yeah, if they're uh, still working or just on furlough or whatever it might be, the easiest thing is to to connect with somebody, a, a friend, a coworker in that desired department. If somebody was moving from, you know, the accounting department and wanted to go into the IT world, connect with somebody uh, within your own organization saying, can I just shadow you and get an understanding what you do every day and seek their advice on on uh, those transferable skills? Because, right, if you, in using this example, if you're an accounting finance person trying to move into the IT team, they have functional skills. They have industry knowledge that is transferable, right? They understand how the business unit works. They understand what's important to the accounting finance team. How do I pick up IT and, and leverage those functional skills I have to benefit the organization? So, the quickest way to do it is if, if you are working or, or we're working, you know, connect with somebody that you had worked with, a trusted uh, person that, uh, that can, can uh, mentor you along with that desired area you're trying to move into. See what they can share with you on what they do on a day-to-day basis and, and how those skills that you possess are transferable. I think a lot of people find, I guess, underestimate those skills they bring to the table, either functional, technical, or industry, when they look to make a change, uh, because there's a huge, huge gap, right, in every type of, of business. I shouldn't say gap. There's a difference in every type of business and industry and what they do and environment, and people tend not to value those skills as, as important. The learning curve when they understand the business unit they're trying to support. So. That's my that's my short term advice. Obviously, in a market when uh, things are more fluid and, and people are in their butts and in, in their seats and at work, they're going to have to seek uh, additional outside help, right? And outside help is through user groups, uh, getting attached. You can find any LinkedIn user group that is a desired interest of yours or where you're trying to move to, and join that group. Uh, most of yep. these groups are meeting you know, once a month, every other week type of scenario, and, and that's where your quickest ramp up of involvement can be. Yeah, so they're attending some sort of online meeting or online user groups, even in, now now when you may not be able to, to go shadow somebody at work, you might still be able to attend some of those and get some industry type of skills that way. Absolutely. It takes, it takes obviously, some time and effort and, and uh, commitment on, on the person's part to, to really get involved and and understand um, that new discipline or that new area they're trying to move in. Something that's always a bit of a confusing topic, I guess you could say, for job seekers is should I do a cover letter? Do I need a resume objective? In the situation where you're switching, let's say, from accounting to IT or just two different careers, what would you recommend as far as how to utilize the resume objective as well as a cover letter to and a highlight to the employer what you have done and what the skills that you can bring and, and uh, how would you use those two uh, uh, in this type of situation? I don't know that a cover letter is the greatest tool. I would rather use a warm connection on LinkedIn or at a, at a company you're trying to, to gain entry into is, is the way to uh, connect. But obviously in an objective statement, you should articulate your functional and industry expertise, and uh, and then obviously your objective to, to leverage these skills and move into a career in IT. So using the example of somebody moving from accounting finance into to, uh, IT, objective would say, you know, leverage my five years of furniture background 
and strong accounting finance, functional knowledge to move into a career in the development arena or application development arena. So again, I still want to be really, really short and sweet on the objective. And uh, um, I want to connect with people of like minds, like careers within that particular organization to try and get as much insight as you can. Maybe there's an internship opportunity available. People think interns are, are just, uh, you know, college grads. They're not. They'll take non-traditional people. In other words, folks that are, you know, five years in accounting looking to, to move into uh, the IT world. So definitely look at uh, internship options that are typically posted at college universities. Or even uh, maybe take on a short-term entry-level contract job for a few months. That would be another good way to, to kind of get your foot in the door somewhere. Uh, maybe easier absolutely. than a full-time type of job. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it makes complete complete sense. Something else that people, I think, can do that's a pretty quick way to uh, to gain some skills and show off that you have some, some of what they're looking for would be to get a, some sort of uh, industry certification. And... Uh, it's really not too time-consuming for the entry-level type of certification. So are there any particular ones that you are finding or that you uh, see employers asking for that are pretty good ones within IT, engineering, finance, accounting, as far as entry-level certifications that uh, somebody could uh, ramp up to pretty quickly? Uh, another good question. There's so many of them out there. I mean, if it's an accounting finance person, somebody that can uh, obtain um, at least uh, some SOX training, in the application or, or computer programming arena, every single tool out there, whether it be a programming language or an infrastructure security, has some type of general certification, level one certification, whether it be help desk or application development. So depending on somebody's desired position or target role, they're certainly able to find, you know, an entry-level uh uh, stage one certification that aligns with whatever their objective is. And uh, so for the people that have been off the job market for a while, we did talk a little bit about objectives and cover letters, but what about the resume as a whole? So somebody that might have not been anticipating needing to look for a job or just um, have chosen to, but it's been a while since they've had to, what are some first steps or best practices for updating their resume that you would recommend? say it's a few years since they've done it. Yeah, obviously you want to talk more on the functional knowledge that you have, the industry that you've come out of, how large of that environment you've come out of is. You want to give the reader as much perspective on the company size, what they do, what your specific role is, so you can build again that that parallel to saying I have I have strong industry expertise or I have strong functional expertise, you know, help train me in this particular technology, whether it be moving into accounting, finance, or IT, as I said, let me leverage my strong background in the industry with an opportunity for you to teach me uh, more on the programming language or accounting finance side. So that's how I would re recommend people write their resume or encourage them to represent their skills. Start with all the industries that they have been in, give, a, give the reader a great perspective on the company size you're coming out, so that they can draw, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that comparison of of, uh, of like size, like-minded companies, and uh, in hopes that you know they'll have interest in bringing them in to talk to. Them. Yep, and uh, we we have a lot of resume writing tips on our blog as well. So feel free to 
So for all the listeners, go check that out. And uh, we do some webinars and uh, resume workshops, those kinds of things. And a question that comes up frequently, uh, and I thought I might, might as well bring that up here, uh, is some, some uh, people that are a little bit more experienced that will say, hey, I'm, I feel like I'm maybe not getting a fair shake here. I'm, I might be a little bit older worker, and uh, I think people may not be giving me a call back. Uh, so do you have any tips for uh, uh, maybe tweaking the resume a little bit to uh, to overcome that hump uh, and not have people just dismiss your resume because they think you're too old. Yeah, I wish I had. Uh, I wish I had an answer for that one. Um, I am always an advocate of, of presenting all work experiences on the document. Um, I do believe, and I've said it countless times before, that the economy has shifted. They are looking for more seasoned people, more experienced the better, right? They want that strong, functional, technical industry background. They want it all when they're hiring somebody because the day of the silo is over, meaning I'm bringing you in and you're going to do one component and one component only within the organization. So for me, somebody with a a breadth of experience has obviously worked in different companies, different cultures, different environments, and, and more than likely different industries. So being able to represent that in your professional summary of saying, you know, 25 years of experience, supported these functional groups. I could have supported uh, manufacturing, supply chain, purchasing, uh, shipping, receiving, whatever it may be within these types of, of organizations, pharmaceutical, you know, tier one automotive, um, healthcare, whatever it might be. And just, you know, that professional summary uh, in bulleted format on the, on the top page should give hopefully the person reading the document, some really, really good perspective on an individual from a functional and industry standpoint. Yeah. Uh, and I know uh, we, we did the resume workshop just uh, uh, last week, actually, and um, Penny did a great job answering some of those and other similar type of questions. So I would recommend anyone listening, if you had more resume-specific questions, to go check out that recording. That we'll go, a lot of, go over a lot of great information on there. Do you have any other last last words <laughs> or, or uh, final thoughts on uh, anyone looking to change career. Uh, I should maybe add that uh, working with uh, a recruiter such as working with us would be a, a great way to get your foot in the door, especially pertaining to that last question because you have a uh, recruiter that can tailor make your resume a little bit and um, kind of give you a push to the people at the company and uh, kind of get your name in front of the people that are will be looking at it with a recommendation. So uh, if you have anything else you want to Maybe add to that as far as working with uh, with the staff uh, recruiting firm with Hertz. Yeah, no doubt. Right, your your point's valid. Working with a recruiter, they should be able to help shape up your resume or direct you on your resume of what you need to highlight and, and how you want to present information in order to get a particular role. So that's a a great a great piece of advice in that aspect. Obviously, we're here delighted to help any way we can in that aspect. But having somebody to guide you, uh, as you just referred to, that business group is saying, can you push us forward to the person actually making the decision? Can you represent my skill sets, not through the one-dimensional resume, but through some type of direct connection or being able to, to pitch somebody's alignment to a role? That, that should be where you know, either an insider or a recruiter should be able to help you with to uh, – to get you prepared in front of the, the right person, meaning the person making the decision on who to bring in to, to interview. 
And uh, now that we've uh, kind of covered a few different aspects of uh, a job candidate trying to seek a career change, sometimes you get it right and sometimes you don't when you're putting together your resume and doing all those things. But what what's something from the employer point of view that they should be looking for to make sure they're not passing by a great candidate just because maybe they're looking to change their career? So what, what are some things that they should be looking for to uh, to kind of find those diamonds in the rough or find those great candidates that they might have overlooked otherwise. And that's, uh, if I had the answer for that, you know, we would place everyone that we spoke to. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you're right, you know, it, it, you, you stand up a posting and you get hundreds of respondents and how do you separate from, from everybody else in there? And for me, the best way to separate is, to not only apply for the role, but see who you're connected with. Um, and if you're not connected with anybody, you know, at least shoot a note to uh, the person in HR via LinkedIn and say, hey, I applied to this role, wanted to connect with you here as well. Anything you can do to shine a, a speck of light, a little bit more light on your resume is is completely prudent because, again, these, these folks that are reviewing the resumes that come in, they're, they're, it's mission impossible, right? The resume doesn't yep. talk about business acumen, communication skills, aptitude, desire to learn, desire to change, et cetera. And it's really easy for them to look at the resume and say, why would somebody with five years of accounting finance background be applying for the software engineering role? And, and they would just discount it immediately without knowing the backdrop. So, so the only way to do it is to, to push it forward with adding a little bit of light, see who you're connected to at that organization, see who can help you add some, you know, uh, add some color to a one-dimensional black and white resume about, you know, who you are and what your desires are. Yeah, and we get that here too. Uh, people will sometimes come on our live chat and say, hey, I just want to let you know that I applied for this job and they might tell me something else and, you know, we'll forward that on to uh, – to one of the recruiters here. Uh, so, so definitely uh, if people are applying, that's a good point to try to find the other, some other avenue to kind of push your resume forward with a, maybe a LinkedIn question or uh, inquiry or uh, shooting off some other type of message after sending in the application. Yeah, no doubt. You're just, you're just uh, playing the lottery in some aspects and some of these postings and hoping that you get seen and, and it's really, really difficult to do so, especially when you're talking about, you know, a, a change in career and a, a yep. change in uh, what that target is. It can be a frustrating, frustrating process. There's no doubt. But yeah, I would, I would recommend for anyone who is, whether you're changing career or just looking for a new job, uh, check out our job board at impactbusinessgroup.com. We add new jobs every day, uh, so feel free to check that out. You can submit your resume directly for a job, or if you, if you don't see one that you are interested in right at the moment, just send us your resume and we'll we'll take a look and we'll connect with you if you, uh, you know, come up for something that uh, might be a good match. Like I mentioned before, we have uh, a lot of resources on our website uh, with uh, blog postings on resume writing, interviewing, job searching, uh, recorded webinars, so lots of, lots of resources for job seekers out there. So we look forward to uh, hearing from you. And uh, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to connect with us on our chat on our website or shoot us an email. Uh, and we'll be happy to help. So um, any other last comments before we sign off for today? No, I think the point's valid. If we can help in any way, please reach out to us at Impact Business Group. As Mark shared with you, there's a ton of ways to reach us. Happy to try and uh, answer any questions you have, but uh, 
there's definitely a, a great time and opportunity for folks looking to change careers and, and, and industries or functional areas of what they do. Uh, now's a great time to, to, to take the steps to do so. We've got a little extra time on our hands with this work from home schedule that uh, is taking place, so those resources are available. Yep, so we're here uh, for anyone who would uh, like to connect, and uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will hope to have you back next time. Thank you. Thank you.